Welcome back. We're back. We never left. Are we not back, Benny? We never Never left. Never left. We never left. Never said bye. Not once. No, no. And we're back, Um, dude. I know that uh, a lot of people were concerned. Um, You know, we have so many many people across the nation. So many people Um, were concerned. You know, it's not just our moms and near and dear friends. We have a ton of fans. (laughs) Um, We're beloved. So many. Around the world, even. Not even just the country. I know that a lot of people look at the NFL as an American sport, but we got fans all over the place. I, I got people from China texting me like, hey. When's Tipsy going back up? I'm like, don't worry about it. Like, we got you. We're we're coming yep. back. No, I know the fans. They wouldn't let us. They wouldn't let us sleep without. I was like, guys, like, some more content. I need, I need some sort of a rest. Like, I'm a I'm a busy guy. Yeah, it. You know, I don't blame them either. Because no, I don't blame that. I don't blame We're that good. I mean, uh, <laughs> if if I was a fan, I would want us to stop recording either. So I understand the uh, the anxiety. That has been around our. I mean, our recent absence. See what's right there, Benny? Do you see that? A handsome That's man. A golden I, Mike's all, award. all I see is you pointing <laughs> at a handsome man. <laughs> no, right here. That's the golden Mike awards. We're, we're that the is we're the, the golden Mike awards. Yeah, you know how they called Rocky the we're people's the first champion. ever. We are we are the people's champion. We are the people's, the people's champion. champion. Yes, we are. Cool. Okay, so without further ado, let's talk football. NFL season coming right up. September 7th is opening day, opening night. And then Sunday the 10th is the first full Sunday slate of games. Oh. Week one. We're all ready to go. I mean, this In is. In the words of LeBron James, it it's about damn time. It is about damn time. <laughs> it's about um, damn time. I have been waiting months it's for the season to wait. come back. I feel like this. I, yes. Listen, Aiden, I know a lot of people are. We're going to get into this a bit more, but I think a lot of people are looking at this season as a bit predictable. I think it's just the opposite. I think this is going to be the most interesting and yeah. uh, some of the most unexpected teams uh, pop out of nowhere that we've seen in a while. So I'm really excited for this season. I completely agree. I think I don't think the NFL has ever been this like evenly good. Like every yeah. team is like you could see him going at least 500. You know, There's like, every team, it feels like. How many teams in the AFC? It's like 10 teams in the AFC, even more. Oh, my God. That you just the you can't rule them ridiculous. out. Maybe they're not like a true Super no. Bowl contender, but you can't rule them out of making the playoffs. So I'm so excited for this season to get going, and I'm really excited to see certain teams fall on their face. That's going to be my favorite part. Yeah, it's going to be – There's, I think it's a year where a lot of teams could either, you know – play up to their standards or some yep. of these giants that we've been seeing for years now, I think some of these teams might take a fall because, you know, I mean, football's so unpredictable. You don't know what's going to happen. The Lions being great last year, like all this mm-hmm. stuff, mm-hmm. it all happens every year. We're going to see some crazy stuff that we're not expecting, but I want to talk about some teams that we like more this year from last year. And then some teams that we like less this year. And it's mm-hmm. kind of a it's an interesting question because you can go based off the offseason or you can go based off of what you saw, you know, to end the year last year. Certain right. teams got hot. The Bears looked good at, at parts. So it's interesting to see who's going to take that next jump this year. So who do you like more um, from a standpoint of coming into the year this this time around compared to last year, whether it's offseason moves or just, you know, coaching? 
Yeah, um, I'm going to start off. It should be an obviously obvious one for me, given my hat and the banner behind me. It's the New England Patriots. I think that they're getting mm-hmm. way too slept on. I think they're way better than a lot of people are giving them credit for, even though they're yeah. in what, what appears to be a stacked division. Listen, I think that outside of Buffalo, I think Buffalo is Buffalo, and I think they're going to be very good. I know everyone's kind of ruling them out, which I find a bit surprising. I know that they have a bit of internal drama, it appears, but... I think Buffalo is going to be just fine. I think the Pats have a very solid uh, and consistent ceiling to floor. I think that I don't see them being any worse than just below 500, 8 and 9, and I could see them very easily winning 11 games. So I think they're going to be uh, way better this year, a much more watchable team as well. Um, The biggest thing for them was adding in Bill O'Brien as the offensive coordinator. I know you heard me saying it consistently last year oh, yeah. if they just add an OC like a capable OC this is a playoff team and they added in a guy who I think walking in given the team that he's on is what a top three four fit for the team and the offense that he's dealing with I think Bill O'Brien's going to do wonders for the Patriots and especially for Mac Jones who I know that I'm going to touch upon a little bit later I, I think that's a great point and obviously both of us being Patriot fans you know, whether it's the bias or whether we're actually feeling good, I think it more so is we both actually feel good about this year. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're going to touch on the Patriots a little bit more when we go to the divisions. But I do think that they're a team to keep an eye out on. Um, Bill O'Brien is great. Um, we really needed that influence on the offensive side. And he's yeah. just going to do exactly what we needed out of an OC that we haven't had, you know, since McDaniels left. So... I completely agree with you on that. Uh, if I have to go with a team that I think I like more this year, uh, but it's not necessarily a team that's been slept on, I'd say, uh, I'm going to go with, um, well, you know what? I'm going to give you two. I'm going to give you two. I'm going to give you a second one after answer. you go. I'm going to give you a second one after Perfect. you go. I'm going to give you the obvious answer. I'm going to say that the Cowboys, I do like them more this year. And uh, you know how much I hate, or not hate, but hated on Dak last year, mm-hmm. all of his interception problems, just, you know, a lot of problems on Dak's side as a whole. I think, you know, I don't think he's going to be great this year. I don't think he's going to be MVP level at all, but I think the turnovers will go down, you know, and this team is so talented, you know, yeah. if they could just get going, I think they're a serious player in this, you know, contender you know bunch that you're going with so yep. i think that that's a good um overhaul they kind of made in terms of new oc in terms of uh you, you know zeke leaves in terms of getting trey lance back up they made a lot of moves you know stefan gilmore a lot of different moves that are going to pan well i think for them and i could yeah. see them making a deep run into the playoffs this year and, uh, you know, I don't know. We're going to get to our Super Bowl pick. I'm not sure if it's going to take them that far, but I think they'll be good. You have a second team? Yeah, my second team, uh, I love the Cowboys pick. As you know, I'm I'm a sneaky Cowboys fan. I always have. Uh, <laughs> I loved Romo, and I love Dak. I, think, I don't think they're great quarterbacks by any means, but I definitely think that being the Cowboys quarterback, it gets you way too much credit when you're playing well, and it gets you way too much shit when you're not playing so well. So... I think that Dak's yeah. been a little bit overly criticized, and I love Mike McCarthy taking over for the play calling. 
Um, and then their defense as well. Uh, they definitely have to cash in with, with Quinn possibly being his last year as their DC. Cause mm-hmm. I think he's going to get Most some head likely, coaching yeah. looks. Um, but yeah, I definitely love that pick by you. I think the Cowboys, they have, they have a great ceiling, but they're also one of those teams. They have a great floor. Their floor could be, yeah. if, if it's a disaster in Dallas, it's an absolute disaster. Um, but I do like them. Uh, just like you said that you do. I, I love the Cowboys. My other team that I love a lot this year, um, they were good last year, but they dealt with some drama at the end of the year and then a little bit early in the offseason. The Baltimore Ravens, I think they're going to be a wagon. I expect them to be better than the yeah. Bengals. I expect them to win that division. I think that they uh. have so much talent on that offense now with Lamar. I'm going to spoil my MVP pick. I think it's going to be Lamar Jackson winning his second MVP award. Mm. Wow, um, I, just, wow. I love the weapons that he has. I think that they've done a great job supporting him. Um, even though his relationship with the Ravens was looking rocky for a little bit. One guy, and I think it's the most important guy that his relationship seemed to never be tarnished with was Harbaugh. And I think that's incredibly important that the one guy who always seemed to have his back during that contract dispute was Harbaugh saying, he's my quarterback. I want, I want to do whatever it takes to keep him here. So I think the faith that he had in Lamar will be reciprocated on Lamar's end, having faith in him to do the best job that he can. Um, obviously Andrews is great. Zay Flowers is going to be sick. He's just, he's so talented. Um, and then OBJ, you know, I love OBJ. So I'm really, I'm all in on the Ravens this year. I think they could, they can make a deep run, potentially make it to the Super Bowl this year. Yeah. I I love the Ravens take. I really do. I think that they've got a lot of good things coming their way this year. Uh, I mean, just the wide receiver room is probably the best it's been, maybe ever, honestly. Yeah, no, um, I, I would agree with that. At least in recent history. And that's a big thing. You got Mark Andrews there at tight end. Isaiah Likely is a solid backup. Mm-hmm. It's going to come down to, is Lamar back? You know, yeah. that's going to yep. that's gonna be the deciding factor. That defense is always solid. So we'll see. Um, still, This is a team that almost... A long ways out. Yeah, they almost beat the Bengals with a backup quarterback last year in the playoffs. Yes, so, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know again the drama. I don't. I think they're past it. Uh, similarly to the Pats, I know a lot of drama happened last year, but those teams just examining training camp, the the vibes and the moods were just up, and it seems like both teams have so much chemistry, uh, and they're building something special in both of those places. So. That's why I went with the Pats and the Ravens, more so than the talent on the roster, even though I think that both teams have a lot of talent, even though one's more offensive leaning, the other one more defensive leaning. I think that they have great chemistry coming into the season. Yeah, once again, one of my favorite um, takes by you, at least of this offseason, I really like them. I think I think that they're a team that isn't being talked out enough on how good they could be. Mm-hmm. Uh, and another team that I think is actually getting a decent amount of hype, but I'm still in on them. I like the Bears, dude. I don't know. I don't think you're going to agree with this, but I like the Bears this year. I think they're going to be good. I just <laughs> coming from a standpoint of what they're doing um, with the roster, general manager, Poles, he's phenomenal. And just let me ring off some names that they brought in this year. DJ Moore, Tremaine Edmonds. TJ Edwards, Deonta Foreman, Nate Davis, Robert Tonian, and Andrew Billings. They drafted some guys, um, offensive tackle, defensive tackle, corner. 
another nose guy. And, you know, all they really lost was David Montgomery, who, you know, they have Justin Fields to pick up on the running game. Yeah. They Still did a draft a running loss, back though. as well. Losing Montgomery, he yes, was very they, good. They, they did draft a running back as well that yep. they that they feel good on. They got DeAndre for uh, Deonta Foreman, who had a solid, sneaky solid year in Carolina last year. And then I'm a big fan of what Khalil Herbert yeah. has been doing um, last year. So, you know, not many losses, ton of additions. You got Justin Fields, who looked so much more comfortable last year compared to years past, and maybe even in his college days. I don't think anyone ever saw that type of confidence um, and will to just do it himself, you know, whether it's from the ground running or passing. He was very impressive last year at at times. And so you got that coming in. You've got just a lot of energy, it feels like. There's a lot of positive energy on the bear side. I think this team is going to be good. And when we get into divisions, which is going to be next – I think you're going to see how much I like them. Yeah, I uh we're <laughs> going to see how much I don't like them when we talk about the divisions. Um listen, yeah. I I agree with everything you said about the additions to their roster. I think that they made obviously more was a huge add. Um they made some great additions to your defense like you just said. They had a good draft. I don't believe in Justin Fields. Yeah. I really don't. And I think it's a Similarly to Mac Jones, I knew it. it is a make-or-break season for both of these guys. I think that both teams have done what they were supposed to um, in terms of, in Mac's case, the coaching, getting back to the coaching that he needs, and then Fields, they gave him a lot more weaponry, which obviously he needed because, let's call it spade a spade, the offense for the Bears last year in terms of offensive talent just wasn't good enough. It wasn't there. And uh, no, I know that Fields has shown some some flashes, some really good plays. I just, I don't think he has it. I really don't. Um, I think he has, I think he has talent, but I don't think he has the yeah. throwing ability, the passing ability to uh, bring the Bears where they need to go. I I figured. I know that you, you've never been super high on Justin, and so that's uh, me and him are on a first-name basis. Uh, yeah, yeah, you know him so very well. I, this is your new yeah. – what, what do we call them now? Your, your, uh, your, your wee bears instead of weagles? The my wee bears. Wear, my wares. <laughs> your wares. Your wears. <laughs> it's my, my wares. Um, no, I, I don't, I'm, not, I'm not nearly as high as I was on, on the Eagles last year for this Bears team. But I do – I always like Justin Fields. Uh, I used to watch the Netflix documentary QB1 – and he was one of the guys that <laughs> they followed. This is why you're in love with him. And this is why you're in love no, with him. No, I, I liked him. I'm going to be honest. I liked him a lot there. I did not like him <laughs> at Ohio State. I did not like him at Ohio State. So, but now now he's in a good situation. You know, he got an MVP vote last year. He got one. So, oh my God. it's got to be something, huh? <laughs> oh, my God. I, That's uh, absurd. I, I, yeah, I don't, I don't think this team is is ready to make any – real run you know but no i see what that you're saying. said i get, I that can see said, them improving. I, do, I do like them i have them improving yeah. by i one win <laughs> um but no i one just win. i don't know i just don't i don't love justin fields i i just i don't i know a lot of people do i just i don't see it i don't see it okay so let's get into our um divisions we're gonna go rapid fire on these 
We're going to start with the AFC East, okay? I'll give you mine, you give me yours, and then we'll take one point. We'll emphasize one team in that division and okay. talk about them a little bit. So I'm going – I don't know how you're going to take this, to be honest. Jets won. I got the Bills second, which pains me. Going Patriots three, Dolphins four. I, res- I respect the order. Um, I have – this okay. is going to piss off a lot of people. What I'm about to say, it's gonna frustrate a lot of people. Um, I have the Bills at one, at twelve and five. I have the Pats okay. at two, at ten and seven. Yeah. I have the Jets at three, at nine and eight. I think the Jets' beginning of their schedule is gonna kill them uh, for the rest of the season. I think it's too tough early. Tough schedule. The fact, the, the fact that the Pats are the easiest team in what their first five games, like that's just that's messed up on the NFL's part to do that to them with Rogers just getting there. And then the yeah. Dolphins. I don't like the Dolphins. I think they're overrated. I think Tua's overrated. I think McDaniel's an overrated coach. So I have them at seven and ten. Yeah, I um if there's one team you want to talk about on in this division, what would you say it is? One team I want to talk about. I mean, obviously the Jets are gonna be the most entertaining watch because I think that they could they could be where I said nine and eight. They could be worse than nine and eight, but they could also go to the Super Bowl. So I think yeah. that they're the most interesting team to watch. Um, I know Rodgers. The thing I want to emphasize with the Jets, I've been saying this for years, things can go well for Rodgers in training camp when there's no real resistance. But let's see him when he gets sacked four times in a game. I want to see how good of a leader he is then. I don't believe in Rodgers as a leader. He's a very talented football player, but I don't think he has the stones to get it done. And we've been on the same page for Rod- with Rodgers for a while now. I just think he's kind of uh, rejuvenated now in that new spot. I could see them being very dangerous. And that roster is just so good. I mean, that D-line, mm-hmm. the secondary, I love Garrett Wilson. They're running back. They might. They probably they have the best running back group in the entire league. Oh, yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. you got Dalvin, Brees, and then to back them up, you've got Michael Carter. And then uh, Israel, um, the rookie out of Pittsburgh. That's four. That's a forehead, and then they. I think they waived Zonovan Knight. So like you're waving a guy that was very viable for yeah. you guys last season, yep. which would probably be the Pat, the Pats RB three or a lot of other teams RB twos, and he's getting waived. That's how much depth they have at that position. So yeah, that's it's really uh, they're a team that I think could be very dangerous. It's a the reason I have them missing the playoffs at nine and eight. It's not because of I think they're a good football team. I do. I think they're a very good football team. They have Obviously, as you just said, talent all over the roster. The beginning schedule is too tough. It's it's too tough, and they're in too good of a conference to be playing catch-up. It's not like the NFC North was when Rodgers had his whole, uh, what was it, don't panic uh, when they started out mm-hmm. slow that yeah. year. They're going to run the table or whatever. It's not that kind yeah, of conference, table, and it's yeah. not that kind of division. So, I mean, I don't think they can come out of the gates at – three and six, which they very well could be, and then tally off seven straight wins to get to ten. So, yeah, I, I okay, for that reason, fair. I'm going to have to say that they miss. Um, We're going to go to the West now, AFC West. I've got Chiefs, Chargers, Broncos, Raiders. I think we'll be on the same wave here. Yeah, yeah we have the same exact yeah. order. Um, And so if the one team I kind of want to talk about, the Chargers – do you think this team has a chance at winning the Super Bowl this season? No. No. And it's just because they have the stink of that franchise all over them. I love Herbert. I love their receivers. 
I love their talent on defense, but they're just one of those teams that it seems to not matter what happens. There's a reason that Eli Manning refused to go there. Um, there's a reason that yeah. Philip Rivers, a Hall of Fame quarterback, he only made it to one AFC championship game. So I just I, I think that they're too poorly run of an organization. Um, I think Kellen Moore yeah. will be a good ad for them, but I think they should have gone in a different direction with their head coach um, until they address that problem, which I think it is a problem, even though he's obviously shown the capability of being a head coach. I don't think he has the capability of taking them all the way. And for that reason, I have to say that, no, I don't see them winning a Super Bowl, but I, I see them in the playoffs for sure. Okay. I could see them in the Super Bowl. I could see them in the Super Bowl. I don't think I could see them winning it this year. I think the head coach is what is a holding back. I'm not a big Staley's, fan. Staley's. I, I, don't, I don't like him. Yeah. I'm not a big fan. Not a big fan. So uh, let's go to the North. Bengals, Ravens, Steelers, Browns. I actually think that this might be the best division in all of football. I yeah. think this might be a better division than the East. Yeah, but I, I think was it's very this, close. I was saying this to our friend Jason the other day. Jason, Jason Tags. I was saying <laughs> that to Jason the other day. Jason. I think maybe not in terms of high-end talent. I think the AFC East might edge out the North. But in terms of competition and closeness of the rosters, yeah, the Steelers should not be a third-place team in any division. The Steelers in the NFC oh, could oh make – could could possibly make a deep run in the playoffs. So, yeah, the only thing I would flip from yeah. what you did was uh, I have the Ravens winning the division, as I said earlier. Um, Burrow's he- health scares me, and their seemingly inability to keep him upright and keep him healthy is a major concern to me. I know he's one of the toughest players in the league, um, but I have the Ravens at one, Bengals at two, Steelers at three, and the Browns at four. I don't think Deshaun's ever going to be Deshaun again. Yeah, I think the I think the Browns might have a top five roster in the NFL, mm-hmm. and it's just is Watson the guy? And I hate yep. Stefanski. My thing I, is, if Watson's a the guy, they'll they'll be good enough to make the playoffs. I think, but they're not. I don't. I think Stefanski's got to go. I I have a personal thing against Stefanski. I, um, I just do not like him. I do. I not see like what you're him. saying. I think he's one of those guys though that um he. He's good enough to get you to the playoffs, but I don't think he has it to get you all the way. I think he's another one of those guys like Staley. Yeah, agreed. I could see that comparison. Uh, south, we're going to the South. I've got the Jags, Titans, Texans, Colts. What about you? I have, to me, this is, a, I have the same thing. I think this is the easiest division to pick. Um, if the Jags don't win this division, then. Pigs will fly out of the sky. I just, I don't, I don't think it's very good at all. I think the Titans aren't that good, and I think they'll be second by default. And I think the Colts and Texans are easily the worst teams. I I, yeah, exactly. And I, I think that the Colts and Texans are the two worst teams in the AFC. To me, you could flip flop either of them for finishing last. Yeah, no, for sure. I I completely agree with that. Uh, Let's go to the NFC. We're going to go to the East. I've got the Eagles, Cowboys, Giants, Commanders, same order as last year. Um, how I, about uh, you? No team has ever repeated as NFC East champions for the last 20-plus years, so I'm going to go Cowboys winning the division. Yeah. I'm going to go with the Eagles, too. I have the Eagles. I think they'll be a playoff team, but I have their record dropping a little bit. 
Um, I actually have the Eagles at ten and seven this year. Um, but I have Cowboys, okay. Eagles, Giants, Washington. Okay, so the one team, what team do you want to talk about this in this uh, division? I want to talk about the Eagles a little bit. We already touched upon the Cowboys okay. and how good I think yeah. they'll be. Um, the Eagles, I think they're going to stumble out of the gates a little bit. I think they're going to get hit by the Super Bowl hangover early. Um, I don't think it'll last. I think they'll find their way out of it. But I think they could be 500 through the first six to eight weeks of the season and then dig their way out of it and go back to the playoffs. I agree. I think um, whereas last year they just went so dominant through the they were first so hard stretch for so long. Yeah, I just I think it I think it'll almost be the opposite, like you said. Um, and then yeah. they'll turn it up when they need to. Uh, but yeah, I think that's going to be a tough thing for them seeing not seeing that immediate success this year, like they did mm-hmm. last year. I think that's going to weigh weigh heavy on their locker room. But they'll figure it out. I think just the team and I, I like Sirianni. I like the coaching. I think they're just a well-oiled machine, and I think that they'll yeah. figure it out. They'll make the playoffs. Yeah, I definitely see, um, as I just said, yeah. the hangover will hit them, but they have so many leaders in the locker room that they'll be able to get out of it and snap out of it. Let's go to the West. I've got the 49ers, Seahawks, Rams, Cardinals. Same order. Um, I think the Niners. Yeah. The Niners, I mean, I the thing about trading Trey Lance to me was – you have to be sure that Purdy's ready to go and that elbow's fine. Cause if not, you're just going to look like an idiot. Cause I'd much rather like, who knows? Sam Darnold could still suck. I mean, I, I think he'll perform it's True. with the Niners. I don't see any halfway decent quarterback who has any sense and has found any sort of success in the NFL, not succeeding in a Shanahan system for a two to three week stretch. But you better be sure that Purdy's ready to go. Cause if not, you're just pissing away a Super Bowl roster. I agree. This roster is head to toe unreal. And then that one question mark is, is Purdy the guy? Um, this year will say a lot to that. But if he is, watch out because this team's going to be dangerous. Um, we'll go to the north. I got this is going to be a big one. All right. I think we're going to see uh, a little bit differently here. I've got the Lions. Bears, Packers, Vikings. Lions, Bears, Packers, Vikings. You have the Vikings last? Yes. Why? Why do you have the Vikings last? <laughs> That's insane. Hey, I am not high. I, I also have the Bears making the playoffs, by the way. Well, that's wrong. That's wrong. The Bears <laughs> I have at 6-11. and 11. I don't think the Bears... They're better, but like they were horrible. Like they, You couldn't do anything but get better. They sucked. Yeah, so so I touched on the Bears a little bit. Let's touch on – I'm going to touch on the Vikings. I think that the Vikings, I would put them third behind the Packers – or behind the Bears and above the Packers. But I genuinely just – I don't think this defense is good at all. They're not. I think – They're not good. I think the stretch of one-win games that they had last year is going to completely reverse. And I think they're going to lose almost every one-win game – or one-score game. And I think it's going to be very tough for them. You know, this offense is very good, but now you don't have Dalvin. You have Alexander right. Madison, who I think he'll do like, a good job. I, I like him as well. I think he'll do a good exactly. job. Exactly. I, I like him as well. But is he going to be able to carry that workload? Who knows? I don't believe in the backup. You've got great receivers and, and a great tight end, of course. But what if mm-hmm. Kirk just 
doesn't perform this year. Like, who who knows? I think there's a lot of things this, that can go wrong. Yeah. I think the defense is the main thing, whereas the Packers, you know, they potentially, with Rashawn Gary back, they could have a top 10 defense. The Vikings yeah. could have a bottom five defense. I think that's the difference here. And, um, and just going off of one-score games, that record they had last year, I, I could just see in my head flipping around and, you know, them just being a dumpster fire and you're you're worried about you know they start thinking all right we got to move on at quarterback um what can we do here with some of our weapons do we start looking at you know i know they just signed the pockinson again but Mm -hmm. do we do we look at some of these defensive guys like harrison smith or whoever and we start trying to ship around guys and they go into a rebuild i mean jj's still young jordan addison is a rookie i think that it's possible I think it's possible that they just completely fall apart. No, the one thing to me that is concerning about the Vikings, well, two things, as you said, the defense and the amount of one win or one score wins that they had last year was just absurd. At one point it was like eight games in, they were what, like seven and one and six of them were one score wins, something stupid like that. So yeah, to your point, it's hard to like, similarly to the Eagles, it's hard to recapture that magic that you had going. Um, I have the Lions winning the division at 10 and 7. I have the Packers and Vikings tying at 9 and 8, but I have the uh Vikings finishing second, Packers third, and I have the Bears at 6 and 11. Okay. Um I think the Bears is going to be the one thing that we're going to be completely completely split on this year. Um and it's going to be cool to see to monitor throughout the season. That'll be fun for sure. Then let's go to the South. Saints, Falcons, Panthers, Buccaneers. What do you got? We are wildly different on this one. I actually have the Buccaneers winning this division. <laughs> I do. I think that. Really? Wow. I think, I think the Saints are becoming the most overrated team that I've ever seen in my life. I think they suck. Not suck. I am but also just, not. I am also I not. Don't, I am not high on the Saints this year, and I've been high on them. Yeah. In the past, you and I. Both I am have. not high on them this year. Yeah, I am not high on them this year at all. But I do think that the Falcons are a little too young, and we'll get into the Falcons after this. But continue. I think the Falcons have a lot of talent, um, but as you just said, they're too young. I have them finishing at seven and ten, but I think they're going to have seven very solid wins where you're like, all right, this team's ready to maybe take a step in the next few years. Um, but I have the Bucks going nine and eight, and I think that they have they have guys who have proven their winners. Obviously, they just exited the Tom Brady era um, of the Buccaneers, where they 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 learned how to win. Essentially, they completely learned a new brand of football under the greatest player of all time. Um, but I think Baker's going to find a lot of success with the Bucks. I think that. I think Mike Evans and Godwin listen. There are far worse options to have across the whole league um, than those two. And one thing with the Bucks, I know a lot of people are going to be like, "How could you have the Bucks finishing with the same record that they did with Tom Brady?" Tom Brady wasn't Tom Brady last year, and he wasn't as committed as he usually was. Obviously, he had a lot of personal stuff going on, and that may have been why. Um, but he wasn't himself, and I think it really hurt the team last year. And uh, I think that the Bucks are gonna gonna be just the same, if not a, a tiny bit better. Um, so I'm gonna go with the Bucks winning that division. All right. Um, 
I'm going to touch on the Falcons for a second, and then we'll get into our award winners. Uh, I think the Falcons are going to be good this year. Uh, not great, not playoffs just yet, but I think they're going to be good. I like what they did in the offseason. They're a team they're, – they're right up there with um, offseason moves that I liked in terms of the most favorite, you know, teams uh, with the Bears. I think this team, you know, they improved a lot. Rodden Calais Campbell, Jesse Bates, Onyemata, Trey Flowers, uh, Mike Hughes, Okuda, Mac Hollins, Scotty Miller, Bud Dupree. Of course, they got Bijan, um, Bijan Robinson. You know, they, they've got the, they've got guys. And uh, Pitts is still a guy. Algier had a good year last year. Patterson is still a good player. Mm-hmm. Drake London. I mean, they've got talent, so I don't. I don't want to completely sleep on them. I think they're they're going to miss out on the playoffs, but I do think they're going to be solid. I could see them touching the eight eight win range, um, but in a bad division. And I just don't think this division is going to really make any noise. Yeah, I don't see anyone from this division making any kind of noise in the playoffs. I think it's uh, Nick Wright's famous quote: "It's better than a bye week." When the Chiefs got to play the Steelers in that playoff game. I think one of these teams will be, in essence, better than a bye week. It's kind of like a, a tune-up game for the rest of the mm-hmm. playoffs. All right, so let's go into awards. Let's touch on Comeback Player of the Year first. We've got the clear favorite, Damar Hamlin. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going with Damar. I think what's going to happen is the season's going to go on. No one's really going to hear of him after the first two weeks. And he might not be getting too much playing time. He might not really be much of an impact player. There's a chance he gets cut, whatever it is. I think the story is going to move past him. Just because the NFL moves so fast, I think he will be uh, somewhat forgotten at some point of the year. And people will be looking at Lamar Jackson for plus 2,500 odds to win comeback player of the year. Calvin Ridley plus 3,500. I mean, there the NFL give Deshaun Watson – um, this award, I don't think it will happen, but plus six, plus six thousand, and then John Mechie coming off Hopkins Hopkins lymphoma, uh, Hoskins lymphoma, uh, plus twenty eight hundred. So those are four really good options I like. Yeah, and I think it's just going to come down to who's going to do it the best. I think Lamar might get it, but if the NFL really does have their hands and they want to keep it as kind of a more of a you know, overcoming something rather than an injury. I think Mechie is there's a chance that Mechie has a really solid year, gets around 800 yards on the Texans receiver there, and uh, and he might be looking at that award. So that's my pick. I'm gonna go. Um, I'm actually I'm I'm gonna go Lamar, but I'm gonna say keep an eye out for Mechie. Yeah, I I um I agree with everything that you just said. I think you provided a lot of great names, guys that I had on my list right here as well. Um, but one name that you didn't mention, I have Mac Jones on my list. Um, I think that if you're ruling out a guy saying that he's going to be out of the league if he doesn't play well and then he comes back the next year and has a very productive season and leads his team to the playoffs, he has to be in consideration for it. You saw it with Geno Smith last year. People didn't expect him to have as great of a season as he did, and why would you? Geno Smith hadn't been a starter his mm-hmm. whole career outside of like four games. Um so I see a bit of that with Mac this year. I think that the way they have the offense set up fits his skill sets perfectly. Um, I think O'Brien's yeah. going to make a huge difference. 
So I want to see a little bit of consistency here on the NFL media's part in saying, oh, we were shitting all over him last year, said he shouldn't be in the league. Okay, well, what if he comes in this year and has a fantastic season and gets them back to the playoffs and looks even better as he than he did as a rookie? So I think he should definitely be in consideration for this award. I like the Geno comp there. That's uh, I like that. Would love to see it. Um, Coach of the year. I'm going to go with two guys that I feel really, really, really strongly on. Um, Zach Taylor of the Bengals, plus 2,800. That's, in my opinion, amazing value. You yeah, know, good odds. Uh, great value there on a team that I really like. And then Doug Peterson, plus 2,200. Another team I really like. So yeah. those are my two guys. I'm going to go Zach Taylor, though. I think he's mm-hmm. been getting slept on. The Bengals have been you know, making franchise-changing moves the past three years, four years, and uh, and he hasn't gotten much of the credit, I feel like. So yeah. I think this might be the year. Yeah, uh, I can't, can't scoff at that notion. Uh, Taylor's a phenomenal coach. Um, a guy you mentioned, Doug Peterson, I had him second on mine. My number one pick is going to be Dan Campbell because I think the Lions are going to win that division. And if the Lions, who have been a bit of a laughing stock until last year, or even the year before that because they showed a lot of fight, um, a lot of heart. Um, I I just think that if he leads them back to the playoffs, which I expect him to, I don't see how you could give it to anyone else other than him. Yeah, and you know the NFL just wants to hand it over to him. Uh, oh, yeah. They love him. Everyone loves him there. Oh, yeah. Uh, defensive Rookie of the Year. Um, I want to go Christian Gonzalez, but I'm going Jalen Carter. I think he's going to be trouble for yeah. um, opposing O-lines. He's going to be so good, especially with all the help he has on that Eagles yep. uh, D-line. I'm, I'm all over Jalen Carter this year, plus 600, I believe he's, he's at right now. Yeah, yeah, I we have the same pick, Jalen Carter. It's kind of like it's kind of mm-hmm. like when the when the Vikings might be a weird comparison, but it's like when the Vikings added in Randy Moss to Chris Carter. You add in mm. Jalen Carter to that D line yeah. that's already Top phenomenal and pick. already has a Hall of Famer and Fletcher Cox on it, and then you're just adding in this guy who has obviously an incredible amount of talent and a guy who's already shown it in camp. I just think it's a perfect fit for the Eagles to have Jalen Carter, and I think he's going to thrive this year. I completely agree. Um, Then Offensive Rookie of the Year, this one's a little tough for me. I've got my favorite value. I'm not going to go with him, but I've got my favorite value. I'm going to go Zay Flowers. Um, I think he's at plus 3,000. I think he's great value. I think he's one of the most talented young receivers in the league. And um, I love him. Um, my thing is, I don't know how well Lamar connects with his receivers. He's never really had a mm-hmm. great reputation with receivers. He's more so a tight end guy. That's the one thing that makes me nervous. So I'm not going with him, but I do think that's great value. I'm actually going to go with one of the QBs because I feel like last year we didn't really have that rookie quarterback to, you know, sweep away and take that award home. And so it was Garrett Wilson, Garrett Wilson, you know, but. I think this year it's going to be, you know, everyone knows that quarterbacks win most of these awards just because of how valued they are. So between Anthony Richardson, Bryce Young, and C.J. Stroud, if I had to take one, I think the one in the the best position is probably Bryce Young. Not by much, but probably Bryce Young. But I just think Anthony Richardson could be dangerous this year. I think he might run. He might make some stuff happen. Who knows? It's a hit or miss, but 
give me Anthony Richardson, offensive rookie of the year. Yeah, I um, I actually I think the trend of a QB not winning it is going to continue. I have either Trey, uh, Trey. I either have uh, Zay Flowers or Bijan winning it this year. Um, I think that they're mm. both just they're incredible talents, and I think that they're on teams that fit their skill sets very well. Uh, as you said, I know Lamar doesn't have the best uh, connection with receivers uh, in his past, but I also don't think he's had a receiving core this good to uh, to assume that he can't develop that, uh, especially this year with that with uh, all the talent as we mentioned that he has on that offense. Um, and you have a lot of guys attracting attention that I don't see Zay Flowers getting much double coverage. I mean, who can you double cover on that team? Like if. If you were to pick one guy, I'd pick Andrews. I mean, I completely agree. He's going to be dominant, and I think, you know, I, I think we're on the same page with that. Uh, if I'm going Depoy pick, it's going to be tough to pick one because there's so many good options. I mean, TJ Watt, Nick Bosa, Michael Parsons, Sauce. Um, my favorite value is Aiden Hutchinson, plus 2,500. If he just goes berserk and becomes, mm-hmm. um, you know, a top D lineman, I think that's great value. But I'm going with Michael Parsons. I think now that he's a full-time pass rusher and he's not going to be mm-hmm. dropping back much, if at all, I think he's going to be insane. Plus 600, I believe, unless the odds have, have uh, shifted on that. I'm all over it. I like Micah, and uh, he. I think he might, he might get close to a sack record this year. Who knows? Yeah, no, I agree. And I've been all over this Micah deserving depoy for the last couple of years, and I'm going to stick with it. I think he will win it this year. I think he easily gets 20-plus sacks. I, I think that the the talent that they added to the Cowboys' defense just supplements everything he does so well. You have two great corners back there. The secondary is great. The linebacking core is great. So he's on top of the sacks that he just he just gets in there himself. He's going to have a lot of coverage sacks as well because – quarterbacks are going to have to hold on to the ball a little bit longer than they have in the past against the Cowboys. Yeah. Offensive player of the year. Um, I got two guys that it's been tough to decide between Garrett Wilson plus 3000 and CD lamb plus 3,500. If I have to go with one, I've been thinking Garrett Wilson, but I'm going to go CD lamb. I just think he's going to have a sick year. I think uh, him and Dax connection is going to improve a lot this year. I really mm. like Garrett as well. Um, but I'm I'm gonna go CD just for the for the the switch out. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Christian McCaffrey. I think that the Niners' offense is kind of gonna. I know that they have a lot of pieces, but I think he's the heartbeat of that offense. Um, obviously Purdy needs to dump it off a lot, or that's how the plays are designed, whether that be to Kittle or McCaffrey. And then, I mean, his usage rate every year is just off the charts. So he's gonna have the opportunity to get the stats. It's just whether or not he actually goes out there and does it. So I'm gonna go with McCaffrey. All right, and then finally MVP, and then we'll get into our Super Bowl picks. MVP, I've been between two guys, all right? I've been between Joe Burrow and Trevor Lawrence. I love them a lot. You could see the trend, Bengals, Jags. You know, I like Justin Herbert in there as value, plus 1,200 as well. You know, maybe worth sprinkling on Rodgers if everything goes well, maybe even Dak, who knows? Mahomes is obviously the clear favorite. I'm going with Joe Burrow, plus 750. I believe he's second on the odds. And I just think he's I just think he's so underrated. I think as a pure passer, pure passer, 
he might be one of the he might be one of the more talented passers we've seen in a while. Accuracy, you know, his arm strength is not the best, but has it ever been an issue in game where he can't reach a target? Yeah, I mean, if his anything, timing and accuracy might, are so good. I mean, yeah, and if and if anything, he, I mean, he might be connecting on deep balls more than anyone besides maybe Mahomes in the league. So you know, if that arm strength is a problem, I'm not seeing it. Uh, he's yeah. got great weapons, of course, but you can't discredit him for that. I think Burrow's going to have a sick year. I think the I think the the calf injury is taking a lot of pressure off him because people are like, oh, you know, I don't think he's going to because of the calf. This the calf, the calf. I think right. he's fine. I think he's going to go out there. I think now that he has less pressure, less expectation, I think he's going to go out there and prove everyone wrong, and he's going to do great. I've got him in as my MVP. Yeah, I obviously, like Joe Burrow, I think he's the second-best quarterback in the league, so obviously I'm not going to chirp you for, for taking that. Uh, but as <laughs> I said before, I'm going to go with Lamar. I just think that it's set up perfectly for him to have. Honestly, if, if it's not like MVP – I know we've talked about this before, Aiden. It's it becomes a narrative pick for uh, in a lot of in the NBA especially, but sometimes in the NFL as well, where it becomes more of like a storyline of who everyone wants to become MVP, and then that guy inevitably becomes MVP. And I think the storyline for Lamar and the Ravens is just perfect this year. Uh, the new additions, um, him finally getting that contract extension, which he was deserving of. Um, I think it's set up perfectly for him. But another guy I wanted to mention, you already mentioned him, Trevor Lawrence. Um, Anyone who can bring any sense of stability to the Jacksonville Jaguars is pretty valuable. So I think that was a great pick by you as well. I think he'll definitely be in the top three voting this year, Trevor Lawrence, for sure. All right. And then let's get into Super Bowl picks. I think that there are three players in the NFC, and I think that there is six players in the AFC, just to show that kind of um, with with even another one being a player, but I'm not high on the Bills. I think that there's six players in the AFC. I think it's the Bengals, the Jags, the Chiefs, the Ravens, and then the Jets and the Chargers. Um, obviously missing one big one, the Bills. Like I said, I'm not super high on them this year. And then on the NFC side, I think it's the Cowboys, Eagles, 49ers. I think what's going to happen is the Cowboys and the Eagles are going to be battling it out. I think the Eagles are going to beat the Cowboys just out of, you know, if you go off the gimme the quarterback, which I think is a very solid strategy to do in the playoffs. I'm taking I'm taking Hertz over Dak and and Purdy. I just I, I'm just I am just because I saw what he did last year in the Super Bowl, which I still think isn't being talked about enough. I think he had one of the best Super Bowl performances. He he was great in that game in years. I mean, he was so good. I mean, he had one mistake, one mistake, yeah. And to put the blame on him after all the games he did, after all the, you know, the miraculous stuff he did, it was crazy to me. But I think the Eagles are going to represent that Super Bowl side out of the NFC again. And then I think it'll be between the Bengals, the Jags, the Chiefs, and the Ravens fighting for that AFC representative. And I think what's going to happen is I think the Bengals are going to go ahead and take it to the Super Bowl. They're going to Vegas. Bengals, Eagles. I have the Bengals winning the Super Bowl. 
I think everything stacked up for them to be great. The Eagles come short again. You know, it's going to be a tough storyline to build, but I'm all over the Bengals, baby. I've been on them for a while, money-wise and, and heart, and I, mm-hmm. I, I think they're going to be great. I think this is this is the year. I think they got it. Yeah, I'm the, the two teams that I'm going with out of the AFC, I don't think the Chiefs are going to this year. Um, I, I think that it's just hard to do it that many times in a row. Uh, they've been to the AFC Championship, what, four years in a row? Something like that, so... Mm-hmm. I don't I don't see them going back. I don't see them reaching the championship game. I, I think I think that they've just gone so many times and I think people are I think they saw the Pats do it as mo- as long as they did and I think they're kind of underrating how difficult it is to do uh to mm-hmm. do it 8 years in a row like like Tom and Bill did. Um I'm going to go with the Ravens or the Bengals similarly to you to come out of the AFC and go to the Super Bowl and then I'm going to go with the Niners to finally just it's about time that they finally just like go that. there and win a Super Bowl. Um, so I'm going to go with the Niners. Um, Shanahan, if he doesn't get it done within the next couple of years, I think it's time to be like, all right, is this guy the most overrated coach we've ever seen in the NFL? Because he's already being treated and has been treated in the past like he's won a couple of Super Bowls. And to this point, he was the OC in the 28-3 to game when they didn't run the ball. Yeah. And – you could argue that he choked the one where he went with Jimmy G and lost to the Chiefs. Um, so, mm-hmm. I, and this is coming from a guy who who loves Kyle Shanahan. I, I think he's one of the best coaches, if not the best coach in the league right now, uh, outside of Andy Reid or Bill. And uh, so I, I think that it's time for, for Kyle Shanahan to put up or shut up. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to go with the Niners to win the Super Bowl. All right, well... That's all for our NFL predictions podcast. Thanks for listening. Make sure to follow us on all socials, and we will be updating you guys throughout the season with some hot takes, some strong takes, and maybe a couple weak takes on the Patriots if we never. do end up sucking. Never. So, never. <laughs> um, never. no, we, we, could, we could never. It's our team. Listen, but- the, the best thing about – the good thing about if the Patriots lose is you get to see me freak out for – an hour every week. And that's always fun for people to watch. So it's always entertaining. Stay tuned. Stay always tuned. entertaining. Good. Thanks for listening guys. We'll see you next time.